0: There are a lot of AI alarmists out there, people that think AI is going to be the end of civilization. And I, for one, am typically quite an optimistic person when it comes to AI. But I do try to be fair and balanced and cover some of the dangers of AI. If you see my reporting on inflection AI, you see this is, you know, something I believe deeply in. Essentially, if inflection AI, I believe in its current, uh, you know, its current ideologies are a threat to humanity. Um, it believes that the ecosystem and ecology and animals are just as important or more important than human life, uh, which I do think is a severe problem if we start integrating them into healthcare in the military. But today on the podcast, I did want to talk about someone that is quite a high profile person that is currently sounding the alarm on some possible dangers of AI. And that is Google CEO um, Sundar Pichai, who currently says that uh, Google is being really intentional in limiting BARD's AI capabilities because of some harm well quote-unquote it can cause a lot of harm um, and specifically what he's talking about and I you know I do think this is an issue for me when I first kind of saw this news story I kind of brushed it off and said hey like whatever this isn't important everyone knows about this but essentially the issue he's talking about is um, deep fake videos and AI and, and deep faking everything with AI and for myself I've tried out enough AI tools that at this point I like I don't really trust any audio video or image I see online unless there's credible sources backing up, you know, where it came from. Um, And and I think social media kind of amplifies this. I want to talk about what he specifically sees issues with and some solutions I believe we'll see in the industry. So without further ado, let's jump into it. So kicking this whole thing off is the fact that Pichai recently made some comments during a conversation on CBS's 60 Minutes, right? They do those 60 minute interviews with high profile people. And he told the interviewer, who is Scott Pele, that Google is essentially placing limits on its barred AI to prevent misuse. This is something interesting because this is, this is one of the first times I've actually heard that, that Google is intentionally placing um, limits and, and limitations, making Google Bard essentially less powerful or quote-unquote useful. Um, but I guess then the question is, you know, what are those use cases? But he's, he, he says, quote, It will be possible with AI to create you know a video easily where it could be Scott saying something or me saying something that we never said um, and it looks and it could look accurate but you know on a societal scale it could cause a lot of harm so the reason why they're placing these limitations on Bard and on their AI models is because of the harm they perceive as being you know possible that it inflicts on society and specifically you know he's talking about like deepfakes and I think uh, here in the U.S., in any case, a lot of people are kind of concerned about this. We have um, an election coming up, and this is going to be a big hot-button topic. I could just—I know this is going to happen. Okay, here's what's inevitably going to happen. A bunch of these AI companies are, one way or another, going to be used by someone who makes some sort of deep fake of their political candidates from the other side, saying something dumb, and it goes viral— and whether that's like ChatGPT that write this writes the script, it doesn't matter. Like, of course, these things are tools, but people are gonna these companies will get blamed. Um, after the election happens, the opposing party, whoever lost, is gonna find out cases that the AI was used to deepfake, you know, their candidates, and they're gonna say that's why we lost the election. Whether that's Republicans or Democrats, this doesn't matter. This goes both ways, and there's gonna be a congressional panel or committee hearing. Um, and they're gonna pull the CEO of Google and um chat gpt and you know you know so open ai and microsoft like those guys are all gonna get dragged in front of a in front of a congressional hearing and they're all gonna be grilled asking questions why their ai created you know dangerous misinformation and deep fakes that impacted the election okay that's gonna happen and i want i'm not sure about politics in other countries but i'll tell you right now i almost guarantee that scenario will happen quote me on this in in two years in any case, or, you know, right right after the election, a year, a few months after the election, whatever. So I think these guys are kind of covering their, their butts at this moment. They're kind of trying to uh, cover their tracks and say, look, we're like, you know, we're essentially making our AIs less powerful. Open AI is like, hey, we're not developing GPT-5 yet. And uh, Sundar is like, look, I'm not going to. You know, make BART as powerful as it could be because of, you know, we're we're aware of this issue, and so even if something does happen, well, not if, but when, inevitably one of these tools are used for, um, you know, writing the script for a deepfake video or making an image or a video or whatever, inevitably when that happens, um... These guys are gonna say, "Look, we knew there's a possibility. We put safeguards in place. Somehow it got around it. We're really sorry, but we were trying back then, and we're trying now. We're gonna do better." Blah blah blah. blah. That's just what's gonna happen. So I think that's one issue that these guys see, like from a uh, from a political perspective, because they know that these uh, the political parties have the ability and have kind of lobbied or threatened in the past to you know break up their companies. Google is currently in an antitrust lawsuit for some acquisitions they made with Google Ads. Uh, Meta was threatened quite extensively um, before, I, th- I believe, the last election. That, you know, uh, Democrats specifically said they were considering breaking up uh, Facebook, WhatsApp, and Instagram. Uh, you don't really hear a lot of talk about that anymore. Not sure quite what the reason for that is, but it seems that Meta's okay now. We're not worried about them. Um, but these companies and, and yeah, i bring up meta because obviously they have a massive ai play this is all going to be pretty um pretty on point for them pretty relevant for them but in any case this is what they're worried about um and so i think this is where they're kind of uh they're they're kind of trying to watch themselves and it's interesting in this interview Pele, who who's interviewing him he said is bard safe for society to which he got the response the way that we've launched it today as an experiment in a limited way i think so but we have Um, but we all have to be responsible in each step along the way. This is like, this is, this is kind of funny. He's like how we launched it today. It's an experiment in a limited way. Like all of the, you know, he's trying to give all of the disclaimers possible to say, look, this thing is new experimental. Um, you know, don't mind that we're going to roll it out to a billion people, (laughs) whatever. I'm actually not mad about it. I think it's awesome. I just think it's funny that they all have to be so apologetic, not funny. I mean, right. There's some seriousness to it. Right. But, uh, yeah, it's just a lot of politics involved with AI right now. I think it's got the power to disrupt all industries. A lot of people's jobs are impacted, and so they're they're trying to be as diplomatic as possible. That might be a better word than you know political. It's they're just trying to be as diplomatic as possible. So he did say that's one part of it. One part is also that we get the user feedback and we can develop more robust safety layers before we build, before we deploy more capable models. So I think currently the AI models are already ca- like capable of generating fake info we've seen um you know pictures go viral that came out of mid journey of the pope in the puffer jacket and donald trump getting arrested by the police in new york or they're like attacking him and he's trying to fight his way out those these things get these things go viral um it's it's already quite capable of doing that and then i think you know right now there's the whole problem of um you know audio files now being super easy to clone someone's voice using something like 11 labs or Um, apparently, you know, there's new tools that came out of, I believe, meta that make it so you can clone someone's voice with two seconds of audio. So, like, there's a lot of stuff that's going to happen that obviously makes it a lot easier to deepfake a video when you have a flawless voice of them. Um, and so Pichai, he also went on to say that Google does not always fully understand the answers that Bard's AI provides. Um, offering an example of the program appearing to teach itself Bengali despite not being trained for it, which is super, super interesting, right? So, like Google did not train um Bard to speak Bengali. There wasn't a lot of texts. i don't I don't think there's any Bengali texts incorporated into the um training model necessarily. and somehow it appeared to teach itself Bengali, which it was not trained for. So, there's, like, a lot of things they don't understand about these AI models, and I think that's another reason why they're they're trying to be diplomatic and cover their tracks and give all the disclaimers, is they don't necessarily know what will come out of this. And, of course, there's the aspect where they're like, yeah, we're worried about deepfakes, but, like, let's be real. Deepfakes are a human going to make it a deepfake, and, like, anyone... Like, with with AI where it's at today, a, a hacker group in Russia can go spin up some sort of AI models that can create deepfakes or harness technology to do it, or... I've You know, a political group in America, let's be honest, not everything is hacker groups in Russia, although those are exciting boogeymen, but like China, just as likely, groups within America itself, um, groups within any country, doing this for any country, um, can spin these things up, and so I think that's less scary. Like, humans are going to just do that, people are going to do that, that is what it is. I think what's slightly more alarming in this entire conversation, in this entire discussion, is that last sentence there where Pichai talks about the fact that Google's Bard has taught itself things that it was not trained to teach itself. And I think that's what, in my opinion, is a little bit more alarming um, than how people use it for fraud or whatever, because people are already used doing, you know, fraud. That's already an existing thing. If it gets more prevalent or worse, of course, that's not good, but it's already exists. This, though, is something new. Like, if the AI model is teaching itself something new, it's concerning what it could teach itself, Um, especially if it has, you know, dangerous ideologies that all of a sudden it starts to adopt or incorporate, um, as is the case with, you know, like Inflections Pie, like was Inflections Pie trained by its, um, you know, creators and trainers to have uh, a bias towards deep ecology and not value human life? Or did it teach itself that, right? That's like a spooky question you could ask yourself. So Pele said, you don't fully understand how it works, and yet you've turned it loose on society. Yeah, and then Pichai responds, Yeah, let me put it this way. I don't think we fully understand how a human mind works either. Ooh, wow. So that's a that's a zinger Pichai let loose, which is the fact that Yeah, we don't understand how a human mind works, um, and yet we turn them loose on society every day. So, I don't know. It's kind of funny. I mean, at the end of the day, one of them we're intentionally creating and integrating into our stuff. (laughs) The other one is a mystery. So, anyways, there's a lot of philosophical questions there and a lot of different things to think about. But overall, I think AI is making some really big and positive changes. Uh, And I do think uh, I do really appreciate the fact that Sundar Pichai came on the 60 Minutes and did this interview so we can see where his headspace is at to see where he's thinking, where he's coming from, how things are being integrated. I mean, we recently had the news that, you know, Google is having their um, Palm or their Med Palm 2 model integrated into Mayo Clinic and integrated into healthcare. So I think it's important that the CEOs are really transparent, come and do these interviews, talk about where they're coming from, talk about where AI models are at. Um, and uh, we really start having those conversations so it'll be interesting to see where it goes from here um, what is put in place and mark your calendars and see if my prediction is correct that all AI CEOs are gonna be in a congressional hearing in the next little bit uh, post the next UX election explaining misinformation deepfakes and all that kind of stuff